Hello and welcome to Biologically Speaking. This is Mukda and I have with me Yuva Shankar and Abhay Deep. Now, if you guys have heard our first episode, we spoke about you know the food pills and how it could change our future and you know how could it could shape the nutritional field. How about we go a bit more deeper this time? You know, deeper into your biology. How about hack your biology? So there's this new thing that's coming up called biohacking. Now, what is biohacking, right? So, biohacking is also called as do-it-yourself biology. It is basically the art and science of changing the environment around you and inside of you, so that you have full control of your biology. Now, there are so many things that people do. Okay, they like take supplements or they do CRISPR-Cas9 editing on themselves, gene editing, basically, or they do cryotherapy or neurofeedback. There's so many things going on. It's like the new fad. What do you guys think about it? What are your opinions on it? Mukda, when you told about CRISPR-Cas9 gene editing, right? So one thing it reminded me of was uh, listening to Samatra Ma'am's classes. So uh, when she was teaching, that's sort of the only segment that I was listening a lot because that made a lot of sense to me, right? So uh, in my brain, it was like you can gene edit yourself to become whatever you want. You can get the powers of any animal. You can get the sight of an eagle. or you can get the wings of an eagle or get the strength of a buffalo i was like so intrigued by it and i was thinking that maybe in the future uh, if i become a really good scientist i'll probably mix up all the animal powers and put it into me and edit my genes into some superhuman person so that was one of my uh, very vivid imagination going on in the head when uh, sumatra ma'am was teaching the fact that you said uh, there are like you want to mix up animal genes right reminds me of all these uh, uh, greek uh, animals you know if you remember greek mythology there is this taurus and people like that so do you wish yeah. to be one of them i don't mind dude i don't mind becoming a faun or a mermaid or i don't know like mermaid would be more uh, interesting cuz we haven't really explored the ocean right so i want to be someone who's getting into the ocean also You mean more man? Please don't change your gender for these things, yeah? Yeah, yeah, of course, more man, <laughs> not more maid. <laughs> right, right. So, but when we think about uh, gene editing, right? Like, what is the prominent approach that one uses nowadays? Yeah, as Shankar was asking, what is a very prominent way of doing this gene editing, right? So, one very prominent method is the CRISPR-Cas9 gene edit. So, it has also come in shows like uh, Unnatural Selection, and it's a very uh, proclaimed uh, method or technique for gene editing. So, let me just explain to you what is this entire technique of uh, gene editing with the help of CRISPR-Cas9, right? So, uh, what we do is you have a DNA, so that your DNA structure is there, and you want to cut a segment of your DNA. So to cut the segment, what we do is we find a complementary strand or complementary RNA to this segment of the uh, DNA that you want to cut. So this is called a guide RNA, and this guide RNA is then attached to your Cas9 protein. So your Cas9 protein is your uh, splicer protein, or it's the protein that's going to cut your DNA. So now you have your structure with your Cas9 and your guide RNA, which are injected into your uh, cell. so that guide rna goes and uh, attaches to your uh, dna segment that you want to splice and your cas9 protein is what is going to splice your dna so now you'll have a segment that is a void segment where you don't have any base pairs in that segment so one thing that might happen is your uh, dna mechanism will kick in and this entire part 
will again uh, get attached with different base pairs or you can make a synthesized dna so that is where your gene editing comes right so this synthesized dna we can add any sort of uh, base pairs or you can code it to anything so that uh, it can uh, probably produce a very different protein or the protein that you want and this editor or synthesized uh, segment is what you can attach it in this region and yeah this entire dna will be a little more um, edited or it can cater to what you need right right but uh, one has to wonder right like gene editing mechanisms i don't know they do they actually use in places anywhere other than academic institutions and big uh, pharmaceutical companies and hospitals yeah so like when you talk about the biohacker scene right and how crispr uh, cas9 uh, gene technology or gene editing technology is being used in this uh, biohacker scene so one very prominent name that we are seeing nowadays is josiah zider so uh, about his background right so josiah is actually a, a former nasa scientist who used to work on bacteria cultures for sustainable living in uh, other planets and in space and also he has a phd in biophysics so his entire mind or entire thinking process of taking this technology was to democratize it so he wanted to take this uh, technology and give it to all the lay people or common public so that everyone can do it in their back uh, backyard or their garage or yeah it's going to be very easy it's going to be like a common thing like a routine thing so um, he started a company called odin so what essentially odin is is not a very big uh, pharmaceutical company or a very uh, high based company it's a company that he started in his uh, garage and what he does is he takes um, enzymes and bacteria and most probably the crispr cas9 no protein so he packs them up and then he sends it to various people around the world whoever want are interested in uh, gene editing or whoever wants to do this gene editing process so yeah he's been doing it thinking that a change like this with the help of gene editing will not necessarily be from very big big labs rather people who are common or who really don't have that much of uh, knowledge about gene editing will sort of try doing these experiments and bring about a very big change in the um, society or the nation or anything like that right right but yeah. don't you think like this gives a lot of power to the people like who have no knowledge about uh yeah coming to power right so that's what so he's got a lot of backlash uh the government when he, when they actually came to know that he was doing uh, this thing right so what they first thought was like i would common people have such a big power so one thing that the german government especially did was uh, it banned all the kits that were coming from uh, josiah's idol and also the um, gene editing kits that were coming from us plus they also sort of banned all the gene editing that was done in their country that was not conventional or um, that was done in their backyards or in their garages so only the certified labs or the certified genomic labs were able to do this crispr cas9 gene editing and stuff like that yeah as you as you mentioned it no like uh, that um, you know there's a lot of i think it's more dangerous if you give this to the like people's hand right whatever you can treat yourself or something because even i came across the story where uh, one of the uh, she runs a genetic lab okay her name is dr ellen so she says that you know that people started you no know, writing her to her and uh, 
saying that okay please treat my child of this disease this genetic disease or this autoimmune disease because like there's no proper treatments available but since uh, zaidar claimed that you can know, you can just inject yourself and gene edit so uh, then you can like cure the diseases and all it's kind of giving a false hope to people right it's like saying that oh you can treat any disease in the world kind of hope which is not possible with the present technology so i don't think like at least in the present state you shouldn't like you know push for these kind of uh, experiments at least i'm saying present technology the present technology right yeah yeah i totally agree with you that uh, people common people should not be getting it rather people who have like a lot of experience or a people who are really doing a lot of research you know they should get uh, more access to such technologies correct this is like in the more commercial level right so but is is there like any proper research going on like like with proper scientific approach like we can say a more uh, thing should be done on lab is there any proper research going on let's take a step back from uh, crispr cas9 genetic because that's a lot complex and you know uh, trying to get the right results takes quite a long time instead let's take a very preliminary approach of having pills so what i found out was that a, a lot of aging related issues right is uh, is caused by this decrease of a certain coenzyme called nad plus or rhodiodiamide adenine dinucleoside so what this essentially does is it, it's involved in a lot of reactions all throughout your body whether it's your brain activity or your metabolism or like regular functioning and growth of your uh, human tissues so now what scientists have uh, thought was why not like you know artificially uh, provide ourselves with nad plus just like how we take in multivitamins and stuff like that right one such company who's currently doing this is called nushido time plus right now since it started just a few years back they just first tried to run a trial with about 16 to 20 people by giving them regular uh, supplements of nad plus pills and what they found out was that there was about 242% increase over the period of time when they were fed uh, and uh, this uh, and the patients actually felt good after they uh, had taken this entire procedure so now what they're trying to do is they're trying to actually conduct a complete medical trial like from right from start like from the fda approval instead stuff like that and you know get with proper results so that this becomes more concrete so shankar when you were telling that uh, people were feeling good right so i was just having this thought in my mind that uh, what if this entire process is just a placebo effect right like what if people are having all this good thoughts in their head or maybe taking a pill might make them feel better but in reality i don't think anything is happening so that might happen right yeah definitely so this is one concern you know a lot of people have when it comes to any kind of supplements that you take whether it's vitamins or whether it's even whether it's nad plus so but one thing to one big difference for nad plus is that it has already been proven in like a lot of previous studies that it definitely has a strong impact in your growth uh, you know growth related biopathways and uh, one more story you know i was reading uh, was about a footballer who you know started taking this uh, nad plus supplements but from a different company called uh, nudovim so what this guy used, used to do is he 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 takes supplements for uh, pre season so before the uh, league started before the football league started 
and when he trains really hard right uh after 2 weeks of t- doing this nad plus uh, uh procedure what happened was uh, uh he says he can run far better longer you know and he can already feel like a lot of cognitive sense improving within him like the brain function and he he feels that he's a lot more focused when he consumes these nad plus tablets so definitely there's a lot more hope in uh, nad plus tablets yeah that might be that but i think a lot of research should be taking place and then uh, probably a lot more has to be learned about how this is acting upon our body and how it's making it better right but uh, nowadays like don't you have something that is much more towards the public right like much more easier to get or easily accessible like don't we have a method to do biohacking for lay people or people who are not into uh, research or big big laboratories and working in those places right so i want to know if that can be actually possible actually to bring light into this there's actually already been work in already done in a way that uh, there are a lot of techies you know all these uh, silicon valley techies they've all tried biohacking and they have been practicing as a part of their life and i think this all revolution started with a person called dave asprey so he is also like dubbed as the father of biohacking so so he founded this company called uh, uh, bulletproof so he started uh, like uh, one of the major uh, like component of it is called bulletproof coffee now what is different in this coffee is that it's made from unsalted butter so uh, he says that it you know it can uh, like improve your cognition and you know weight loss and those kind of things and he says that it's a very healthy alternative and you can live like long uh, if you follow this diet now that's what again a lot there are mixed opinions on these things but a lot of biohackers do believe in this diet and they follow it till date so like there's an another techie that i came across uh, his name is uh, search fagwin now he is again an uh, he's a millionaire he spends like thousands of dollars on uh, these biohacks that he has tried so he has tried a, lo- a lot of things like other than you know supplements and he has done cryotherapy and he takes part in like infrared uh, light and all but one of the major thing that came as a surprise to me is the amount of pills that he takes you know so he takes about like 60 pills a day and they they like their range of pills like from your garlic capsules to like antidepressants to your thyroid hormones he takes he takes like a lot of pills that's not necessary uh, like in general but you no know, uh, he believes that he will maintain a very healthy lifestyle if he takes all those pills he reminds me of you know like uh, how uh, our grandparents take a lot of pills like does he even eat like normal food see i i, I think our grandpas would, would take lesser pills than him i guess like 60 pills a day i don't think our grandpas take so many <laughs> plus yeah as you mentioned the food right so their their diets are really weird okay so especially search fagwet and there was one more controversial person so the twitter ceo basically jack dorsey even he became really viral at a point because of his diet uh, methods so they like eat a meal a day and then they fast in the weekends and all so it's like there's no food for continuous two days and all so this this is termed technically as intermittent fasting so it's also a part of biohacking but again 
there were a lot of you know mixed opinions there were certain people who actually believed that you know it helped them it gave them a lot of health benefits and all it it made them feel good yeah so you're talking about intermittent fasting right so i had a friend in uh, ncbs who used to do this uh, entire technique of intermittent fasting and things like that so what she used to do is at around 7 pm in the evening right she has fruits like a bowl of fruits as her dinner and then after that meal she starts fasting so she fasts till the next day 1 o'clock which is till lunch time and then uh, during lunch right so we used to sit with her and eat like our lunch and every day so what she used to do was she used to take a bowl of curd and put chia seeds in them mix it well and have that for uh, lunch like for the first time when me and my uh, other partner who used to work in ncbs looked at her food habits and all we were, we were like what is she actually doing is she actually getting the proper nutrition that she requires so yeah this was a little weird but now that i know she's actually uh, going through the path of biohacking or hacking her body into betterness or something like that yeah but i don't know bro like this seems like a lot of work right like does she actually because my biggest concern is like a human requires certain amount of calories like no matter what but and so when you try to cut down a lot of it and you claim that you feel like a lot smarter and faster and you know fitter right that seems like a more of a placebo effect like you like you had mentioned before still again no as you uh, we mentioned like if it's like less than like 1000 calories and all you may initially in the few days you may feel energetic or whatever but over the time maybe your body will not be accustomed to it like it'll need more energy in the future i would say maybe you'll your body will face a lot of uh, problems like i even read across this article where like few doctors and psychiatrists and all no they told like you know it's more like a eating disorder that's masked as in biohacking so so that you know eating this it's being so common nowadays you know eating disorders and also they're just saying oh we're doing biohacking and they're just covering it up now that's again we don't know the thin line right where it where the problem ends and where biohacking starts yeah like mukda said right it's there, there's good and bad in everything like that one has to remember. but we have to be like proud that as a human civilization we've come so far to a level where we can actually reprogram the code of life itself and with that i would like to conclude by wait, saying wait 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 what if this is not the end of biohacking what if the biohackers have taken this entire biohacking to the next level and want to unleash the cyborg with it Well, do no more. Stay tuned for the next episode of Biohacking, only on Biologically Speaking.